0: Are you ready? Let's Let's do do this! (laughs) Hello Steen S10, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm fantastic. Nice. Tell you, how is it to be finally in Italy?
1: It is amazing. Italy has been really good for me. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. What's been your
0: favorite part so far?
1: Going to the venue and going to the rehearsals. Because then you really get to work. Mm -hmm. But I also love going out for dinner.
0: Yeah. What's the best food you've had so far?
1: Yesterday I had a really good risotto and really good dessert. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. So let's go right back to the beginning. How did the idea of Eurovision come about?
1: Um, I was watching last year uh, in Rotterdam, and I was a really big fan of a lot of artists last Mm -hmm. year. And I was like, wow. So I was like, I also want to do this with my music. So I sent out a tweet on Twitter. I said, hey, babes, how can we get this to work? And uh, then I kind of manifested it for like uh, <laughs> six months. And when people asked me, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to make an album? Well, I was like, no, I want to do your vision. And one day, uh, I had a meeting with the Dutch committee who chooses the song. And they told me everything about it. And they were like, uh, do you still want to do it? And I was like, I'm going to make a song. And I send it and now we're here.
0: Success? Yeah, success. Yeah. <laughs> and were there multiple songs you were deciding between or this was always the one?
1: Yeah, I had another song that I sent in, but this was like the um, the, the best one for me.
0: Mm. Okay, yeah. and I know it's a very personal song. Can you tell me something about your personal connection with the song?
1: I think I wrote it because um, I never really reflected on the the more darker times in my life, I just went on with it because I've been struggling uh, with mental health when I was younger and then uh, I thought I want to reflect on it, I want to see what have I been through, how do I look at it so I kind of made a love song for my sadness and I think that is what it is and it's also kind of an ode to my memories as a young kid and my memories as when I was in like was not doing good but also to kind of an ode to who I am right now because I'm really proud of myself. And I want to share these things with people who listen to music, because I listen to music all day. And yeah, it's really important to me. So when someone listens to the song, I just want them to feel comforted, I think.
0: And what is your advice on how to embrace sadness? Because I mean, that's quite an alien concept for most people. And
1: it's really personal because like we all go through really different stuff in life. So for example, your parents could be divorcing and that could be so heavy for you. But also you can maybe lose someone or miss someone. And uh, I think that sadness is something that really overcom- happens to you. It really slips in, like uh, one day. But the weird thing is, one day it will stop. Just like a love sick. When you're lovesick, it can feel like the end of the world. But one day you're like, hm, I'm fine. And I think that is something to remember, but also how I keep myself healthy is by enjoying really small stuff. So, uh, when I wake up, I'm like, I woke up, I'm out of my bed, I make my bed, I'm like, you made your bed? And then I start the day, and when I get my fridge full of groceries, I'm like, wow, look at me filling my groceries. Wow, wow.
0: <laughs> I need this positive yeah, attitude, wow. Because
1: that's like for me, and listening to music all day, and music that kind of uh, helps you not like really dark I've listened when I was not really doing well I listened to like really dark metal and stuff okay and I think it kept me kind of in the in the sad bubble Mm mm-hmm so now I don't really listen to the music. Anymore. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Stay clear of yeah. dark metal. <laughs>
0: Perfect. And I'm curious, your music video is it's also very dark. It goes perfectly with the yeah. song. And there's one point where you're sat in this bath yeah. of cold... Well, I don't I'm, oh, My question so is, was cold. it cold? Yeah, it was so cold. Was it?
1: It was, like, really cold, yeah. But I kept really calm. But the concept of it, of it was being in a really shitty situation, but keep really calm. I mm-hmm. think that was really
0: cool. Mm, for sure. Yeah. And tell me, you are the first song that the Netherlands is sending in Dutch in yeah. twelve years. How How does that feel?
1: Um, I kind of like it. Yeah. I've never thought about it. Like, I write in Dutch and I write my music. So, uh, for me, it was never really an option to go in English. And now I get a lot of questions about it. But for me, it comes really natural. Mm. So yeah, I think it's cool actually.
0: For sure. yeah. And so you say there was never any consideration to sing in English. Oh, no. Do you feel scared at all that this could be harder to connect with the audience? Or do you have a, a technique of how you're going to show your message?
1: I think it actually is really nice because I think it f- kind of forces to make a connection almost. Because you have to listen to what I tell to you if I'm performing it on stage. I really want to make a personal connection with all the individuals in front of the TV and you have to force to like kind of understand not what I say with words but what I mean by saying them Mm. so I think I think it's actually kind of cool
0: for sure and it just works I can't explain how but I feel it when you sing yeah yeah
1: for me that's really big compliment because (laughs) It also surprises me sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what this grum, grum means, but yeah, I, I feel it. I feel the emotion. Amazing. Could you give me your favorite lyric from the song and maybe give us the translation?
1: I say in the second verse, I say I schuil onder de tafel, ik schuil
0: under the tafel and ik hope that jij me. I I me. Almost,
1: almost. <laughs> it means I hide under the table and I hope that you find me. Ah. And um, what it means is like... Sometimes when I get overwhelmed, I go, I sit underneath the table because it calms me down mm. or I sit on the floor. And um, I in life, I never really hide to get lost. I hide to get found. So um, that's really important to me. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. And tell us, how have your rehearsals been going? Tell us about the staging.
1: It has been... Re- it has been really well actually, yeah. I The first rehearsal was amazing. First time seeing the stage and seeing it all come together. And then the second rehearsal also went really well. And then I went to the viewing room for the first time. And it was so cool seeing mm. like the whole show come together. And we did some last finishing touches. And also in my performance I did some last finishing touches. And um, I'm really happy and mm. I can't wait to go to the stage again.
0: For sure. Yeah. And I'm curious, we know about the censorship of the Albanian entry this year, the EBU, and you've been very vocal with your support to Ronella. Can you tell us a bit about your thoughts towards this?
1: Well, what I find a bit harsh is that also for my stage outfit in the Netherlands, there's a lot of like critiques because my belly is showing so much. And I'm like, sorry guys, (laughs) what the fuck are we talking about? And um, that's kind of the same with Ronella. For an artist to be in Eurovision, you work so hard to get everything done. And it's not like we come here, we do some rehearsals and on Saturday we're on television. No, it's like a process of months and work. And for her, she is a dancer also. I'm not even dancing, I'm just standing, you know. And then you work so hard and then you get all these critiques on your body. And on your performance and you worked so hard and I think that's really mean actually to do that and it's also really sexist because uh, us women we we always get criticized of our bodies we can never do anything good if we're not sexy enough we are too male like if we show too much we are too sexy there's nothing that we can do right but we also don't do it for anyone we do it for ourselves Mm -hmm. we dress the way how we want for ourselves not for anyone else you know So it kind of hurts me to to see her uh, with these critiques because she doesn't deserve it. She worked so hard. I'm really proud of her. And when I see her, every time I try to tell her that because she has to remind that she is the queen of her show. She can do whatever she wants. It's her show. So, baby. You heard it. You heard it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And my last question for you. Do you have any favorites this year?
1: I have a lot, actually.
0: Okay. I can't keep
1: up anymore. You
0: may, and if you want to sing them, even better. Moldova. I love Moldova. They're
1: staging. I was fan since the beginning because their their cultural music. I've been growing up with that. So, music. Moldovan music. No, yeah, but like the uh, like the kind of the travelers community music. Oh wow! From all different cultures, so also from India, but also Moldova, so also from Portugal, like all the all those kind of kinds of music is my favorite. You love ethno. Yeah, I love it. Me too. So I love that so much. I also loved Albania from the start. Mm -hmm. Amazing song, really sexy. I like what I like the most about Eurovision is these musical drops. And Moldova Uh, has it, Yamame Yamame has it also, amazing summer vibes, I love it. And then also, I think Sam Ryder is a really big chance for the winning Eurovision this year.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously. (laughs) We'll see, we'll see, I mean, UK with the televote, you never know, but...
1: I think he's a really amazing artist, also really charismatic, and when you see him, you kind of like go you are like, I think he's amazing. Great guy. Yeah.
0: Okay, fantastic. And would you like to take us out finally singing any Eurovision song of your choice?
1: Hola mi bebé, hola mi
0: Fantastic, thank you so much. Italiana. <laughs> <laughs> <you>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>